maybe something going on. So we took her to the pediatrician and uh, they said it's Tourette's, but uh, she gave us the, she sent us to the Stanford pediatric neurologist and she confirmed that she has Tourette's. So was it, was it any verbal, anything that she said verbally or was it just simply mm, just more a motor takes. switches and motor takes? Just motor takes, okay. yes. And how did you feel when you, you know, because I know and I'll, I'm, you know, we're on, of course, Indian radio, and I know yes. a lot of Indian families never want to talk about learning disabilities. I deal with this every day when we find out that a child possibly needs some help. The parents are normally in complete denial. Do you think you were one of those Indian parents that was in no, denial? No, actually, I was talking with the more and more people, so I was. I have no idea what is Tourette's means. So I was talking with the more people, so they tell me what's going on, what kind of uh, they can help me. So it started at the age of four. Huh? Yes. Okay. And then what kind of treatment was recommended right at that such a young age of four? That time they didn't give us any medicine or anything, but when she turned seven and her tics was really bad and she got motor tics and vocal both, so doctor put her on medicine and uh, therapy as well. So I used to take her to the stand for every, uh, twice a week for like six months and every week afterwards. So was her speech affected in any way by any chance? No, not speech, no. but just, just uh, But she cannot like uh, focus on the school. She cannot able to sleep at night. Learning disability all combined. Anxiety, OCD. She has everything. All right. So let me remind our listeners that you're listening to Riani Patel, who has Tourette's syndrome. And just for a recap, right, a lot of people don't know what yeah. Tourette is. So Tourette is actually, you know, a syndrome where you have a compulsive need to do a repetitive movement, right? And the unwanted sounds that you make, that's what you're referring to as tics, right. correct? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I've been observing you, and this is candid conversation, so I can, you know, be actually candid. Yeah. I don't see anything, uh, you know, which stands no. out really. So tell us a little more, uh, if you may. Because I figured just like you too. Yeah, all of us did it. Yeah, so Riani, tell us, what, 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 do you, what did you feel? What, what, did you feel you were different when this was identified for you or did you think you were like everyone else? Um, I, I thought that like I might be like different because not many people had Tourette's syndrome and they were like, just like normal kids who are, sorry, who are <laughs> having fun and like I see other people with disabilities so I thought like that maybe I was different from the other kids. But did you understand because other disabilities show, right? Someone ha is limping, and but yours wasn't, it, it was very subtle, right? Did you understand then? Or it was just because mom was saying it, so like, oh, something must be wrong that I'm going to the doctor too often? Um, I thought, uh, I thought that like moms. Yeah, moms are being yeah, moms. Yeah, moms are being <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about school? In school, yeah, did how other kids in school? How did yeah. kids receive um, you in school? Well, in school, I would be, like, bullied and teased about my Tourette's because not many people would know what Tourette's syndrome was. And, like, nobody would want to sit with me at lunch because they thought, like, my tics were annoying and they thought, and they thought, like, like why is she doing this? Just, like, I stop it. And I would actually sit, eat lunch with my teacher because no one wanted to sit with me and they would make fun of it. Did I'm the sorry. teacher ever explain to anyone in the classroom yes. that this is what you had and how yes, to understand they did. and deal with it? So in, um, I believe in fourth grade my teacher would like settle all the students and she would talk about what I had in class. Oh, that's about nice. what Tourette syndrome was. Right. Okay, so you were asking about the... Yeah, so I was curious to know, how did you present this to relatives and family? So, first of all, whenever we go to the party, people 
say weird stuff. I said, why she's doing crazy stuff and why acting weird, this and that. So we have to explain that, that she's going through a Tourette syndrome. It's a neurological disorder and this and that. So they understand afterwards, but uh, she doesn't want afterwards. She doesn't want to like to go to the parties because people always judge her, and they always ask a crazy question. And uh, she stopped going to the any parties. Do you still do that, or is that when you were younger? That was when I was younger. I like going to parties now. Do you still yes. have the, the the twitches now, or are you um, much better? Have you overcome it? Can I'm, you overcome this? I'm much better because, like, I've been controlling it throughout the years, and I feel like I'm better because I've been taking, like, medicine, and to control my tics, I would, like, listen to, listen to ocean or rain music at night so I could, like, maybe, like, calm myself down and go to sleep peacefully without, like, crying, without crying and being sad that, like, my tics were going, like, out of control. So, you know, um, I have to commend you. You, at such a young age, you've actually written this book. And I want to share this book on Facebook Live with everybody. It's called The Boy Battle. And um, when did you decide to write this book and why? I decided to write the book in, um, I believe it, it was in two, 2000. You were like 12 years old. I was 12 years old, so mm -hmm. about like... 2017 and I wrote the book because I wanted to raise awareness for what Tourette syndrome is so more and more people like know what the condition is and they would stop make and they would like stop making fun of others about it so why did you call it the boy battle so like the story is about these two girls fighting for a boy so so, like, this young girl named Tanya Weeks, she has Tourette syndrome, and she likes the middle school quarterback of football named, Di no, named, uh, sorry, Jake uh, Bridges. But this mean cheerleader named Diamond Pollock gets in the way. And it's called the boy battle. It's called the boy battle because these two girls are fighting, are fighting for a boy, and they would win the boy and also the battle. So. And how is this linked to Tourette's? So, the, you said one of the girls had Tourette's? Yes. So do we have to read the book to find out if she gets the boy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is the character Tanya inspired by your story? Yeah. Have you written your experiences while? I mean, um, no, this is all made up. I just I thought it would be a good story, and I had it all in my like creativity and imagination, and it turned out to be a good story. I really liked it. Right, and because you yourself experienced it, I'm sure you know your uh, your Tanya. You could actually relate to it. That what are the actual you know scenarios, yes. scenes that you could play around. Yes. All right. So going back to mommy, because uh, you know mm -hmm. this is so um, unusual. Firstly, yes. firstly in our culture. Anything new, you know, to deal with brain itself is oh my god, yes. what just happened? So, how did you deal with it, especially yourself? Secondly, with your daughter because you are her primary, you know, support system, and then with the uh, crowd around you. It was tough uh, when she was seven years old. Her tics was like out of control, so she used to take the medicine and everything. And I was like, as a mother, I was thinking that. My kids is suffering and I cannot able to help her. It was really hard for me. Right. And uh, so afterwards, doctor uh, told her like uh, behavior therapy. It's called cognitive behavior therapy. In that uh, therapy, they teach her how to control the tics. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, whenever she goes out, she was controlling the tics and going through that. So I was feeling better afterwards. 
Okay, and but yeah. you always yeah. knew that you know we are going to come out of this, and yes, this I had that. always positive thoughts that you know I don't want it to quit. Uh, I wanted to help her, and she will be fine. All right. And how did you deal with your uh, the society, the people with weird questions? Afterwards, after a few years later, I said, you know, people, you cannot control them. Let yeah. them say whatever they wanted to say. Absolutely. But I just wanted to help my daughter. So But how did you help? Uh, how did you uh, convince Riyani to go back into you know social setup parties and all that? What was your message? So after therapy, she was controlling her tics a lot, and she was ready to face the public. Okay. And whenever she's ready, I say, okay, then we can able to go out. Oh, okay. So Riyani took yes. the first move. Yes. All right. Okay. So on this your book, I know it's available on Amazon. Uh -huh. I want to talk about your book, and you are selling your book for. Eight selling it for eight ninety nine, and it's available on Amazon. Or of course, you can reach out to Riani, and we'll get the information. Mom's number, maybe at the end yes. of the show. But um, what is, you also are giving contribution back to for research on this? Can you tell us a little bit about that? How um, you're trying to help, or well. The funds are going back to an organization, right? Yes, association. Yes, she's donating some money to them. Okay, great. Yes, wonderful. Are you going to write another book as a follow-up? Actually, I'm already finished with my second book. Oh wow. wow! Wonderful. Okay, and is that what is that a follow-up to the boy battle? Is it like part uh, two, or is it something different? It's part two. Be Can I share what it's about? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about the three main characters and their friends team up to stop the new bullies in high school. And the title is called Terrible Bullies. And um, there's quotation marks around terrible because at the end of the book, you'll find out why the bullies aren't terrible. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's ask you a question. While you were being, while you were growing up, and you're still growing up, of course, <laughs> did you have any other kids in the school that had the same Tourette syndrome that you could associate with? Or were you the only one? Uh, there were other kids around school who had Tourette syndrome. Did you feel that you linked up with them and you were connected to them and connected with them, or uh, not really? No, I never really talked to them. No, no. So, is there an organization? Is there a help group out there that people join, Mum? They do, but usually we always go to the Stanford, and uh, people used to talk and share their thoughts. So I didn't have really a group. But uh, anybody wants to know about more, they can email me or call me. You probably become an expert on this subject, right? Yes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so is it something that she will uh, again? I mean, it's. Do you think this is something she will outgrow, or probably it's not going to be something that she will have to control? Actually, after puberty, her tics getting much better. So I think we're start. Tourette's around like four mm -hmm. to seven year old of age, they can outgrow it, but we never know. Yeah, yeah, we, we cannot know. say it like it will go permanently. Right. And how is the how is it with the? I know you have an older daughter who's heading out to college, and of course, yes. Dad, and we have everybody in the studio. <laughs> um, how has it been as a family? Did you have to, as a family, join in, and and how was? Did you have to explain to the uh, big Didi how she had to handle her sister? She she uh, we did. Uh, we I used to take her to the doctor with me, so she will understand what's going on with the Riani. So that's why she wants to become a neurologist, so she can help other people as well. That's wonderful. Very that's nice. Wonderful. Very nice. So before the age four, there was no symptoms nothing. at all. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. This was just something that showed yes. up at the age of four. Did you notice it at home, or was it preschool maybe, or something? No, it's, uh, like uh, when we put her in preschool, she will not able to focus at all. She cannot able to write her name or anything. So I put her in tutor. So her all three daughters has a tic. So she told me, I think she has tics. Uh, you should go and check it out. And I was like, 
I don't know. But as I, she was growing older, her tics was getting bad. I said, okay, the, this is time I should take her to the doctor. Right. So going back to your second book, just out of curiosity, how come you handle bullies? I mean, is it just a to- common topic or did you face anything? I faced it because like the bullies would like, like make fun of me right in my face and they would ask like, why are you doing that? Can you please stop? It's annoying. And I would actually explain to them what condition I had. So then they would say like, oh, like, I'm sorry. I didn't like, I didn't know what it, it was. But now that you told me, then I'll stop. Oh, okay. That's that's a decent yeah. ending. Did you watch the movie Hitchki? Um, no, I don't wanted to show her because that time her tics was bad, and okay. whenever we see any shows or something, she will get those habits, okay. and her okay. tics will get bad. So we didn't. Okay. But that was a that was an interesting movie. It educated me a lot. Yes. Yeah, that was the first yeah. time I heard about yeah. it, and yeah. there were similar things like, can you stop doing that? Can yeah. you not do that? Yeah. And it's not like it's in that right. person's right. control, right? I mean, yeah. I saw the trailer of it, but not the full movie because okay. I don't. I don't want to watch it. So, you know, I'm curious to know, Riani, the bullies that you had in school. I'm just curious to know, were they boys or girls? Uh, mix. Mix. Do you find there were more girl bullies or boys? I'm always there curious to know. There were more girls. There were more girls, yeah. yeah but then in the end, they were nice. They were so terrible bullies. Remember, terrible, quote-unquote. Yeah. So, if you tell them nicely, maybe they're just... So, educating yeah. others is very, very important. Yes. So, what would your message be out to everybody out there today who... The kids out there who are different they feel they're different um, um, for me I think we're all the same but you know if they're dealing with something whether it's ADD ADHD dyslexia whatever it may be out there or you know uh, even schizophrenia I mean you name you name it right what is your message out to all the kids out there who feel that they're being bullied in school um, what do you think they should do I would say that like maybe tell an adult you trust and just like just ignore the bullies because they're not worth your time and just be yourself. Were you always this wise before 15 also? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's so mature and her answers are so well thought of. Uh, and I can assure my listeners, we didn't tell her the script. She doesn't <laughs> no, know. No. In but actual fact, I told her outside, we're just going to have a candid conversation. We don't yeah. want any scripts or anything. Yeah, no, but look at her. Yeah. She's like, just Wonderful. ignore her. They're not worth your time. Great going, Rihanna. So yeah. <laughs> and mom, what's your message out there to all these parents who always want to live in denial and think that kids are going to outgrow things without any medication or without any help and they just think it's okay. I just tell the parents that just help your kids and uh, spend more time with them and uh, just be happy. Right. Is there something that you wish that you know before uh, Tourette's and um, what would that be? Like, you know, there's there's no information Actually, around Actually, when I was going up, I had a tick. So, but I have no clue what is that means. So, okay. you, you had it when you were growing up? Yes. So, I learned with uh, Riani after she got the ticks and Torres. Then I realized that, oh, I had this one. Okay. So, yes. did, you, did your mom say, Are, kuch nahi hota hai. Ye to chale hai. Nahi, aisa mat karo, mat karo. Habit lagi hai. I see. Oh, okay. All right. But then, no, <laughs> no, no, we didn't nobody know the doctor. Knows. I'm okay. talking about 30 years back. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah. Nobody knows that time. So, right. just support your kids. I just wanted to tell them. Because, you know, and get help. I think early intervention help. is very yes. important. Yeah. And don't get shy help. to share your story with others. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's so important. And I think it's, it's like we had even last week with the, you know Shreya coming on the show talking about your experiences and yes. being open about them because I think when we shy away, um, you know we kind of hide behind this curtain yes. and you know a lot of people, you cannot. I always want to stress you cannot outgrow neurological disorders. Yes. You can 
not. Right. You need help. Yeah. You have to go on medication. Yes. So a lot of parents will say, oh, I used to be, I get parents to tell me all the time, I used to be just like this and look at me now and I'm like, uh, you're still the same, you haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they, always, they never want uh, their kids to go through therapy or anything. And for me, it is so important to help your child because they will learn to manage that neurological I think that way you just tortured the kid. You do. You <laughs> right. life very right. difficult. Yes. Yeah. I, think, I think there's this common pattern between all successful kids, kids who are doing well and their parents. They have a very open and supportive atmosphere that, you know, last time Shreya also said that all her mother said was, I'll be there for, for right. you, right? Yes. So th- that's what matters. So going back to you, you deal with so many kids and different. all of us are different, kids are different. What is the pattern that you see in Indian parents when it comes to mental health in you general? You know, I can, I will, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know, it's, the fact that our schools or a lot of them are in Fremont and in areas where the primarily we have Asian communities sure. it's when I look at the difference between dealing with a mainstream parent and an Indian parent it's you know you have to think like 10 times before you sit down and approach an Indian parent because the first reaction is always mm-hmm. are you telling me there's something wrong with my child that's the first thing yeah. second response will be they don't do it at home you must be doing something to them that's the second response normally on anything. It doesn't matter what it is. And then third will be there's nothing wrong with them. I'm changing the school. You just don't know how to handle it. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yes. And it's sad because I can go back now when I started Genius Kids 20 years ago and I didn't have much experience with kids. Mm-hmm. At that time, in the classroom, I had identified two children that I clearly felt needed help. Right. And both the parents, and I hope they're listening to me now because these kids are grown-up adults, and both these parents just got so abusive with me and didn't and pulled their kids out of my school and went ahead and put them into fancy private schools thinking mm. that that would help and now after many years I've connected with both of them and they've actually profusely apologized for right. what they did because both the children now are beyond help mm. I mean to the point where now one actually is in a special home and right. got to the point of severe schizophrenia and the other child as well, a mental disorder, you know, and they call it un- otherwise specified, basically a mental disorder. Sure. And it's sad because I feel that have they intervened at the time when somebody as a teacher is telling them mm-hmm. that, look, I'm observing this and it's a little different, you know, I'm struggling to teach her. Um, maybe there could have been something that could have been done. I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe not. Yeah. So, you know, my message out there, I mean, I grew up with learning disabilities and I was mentioning to you outside, yes. you know, my dad's a doctor. But again, 30, well, not in 30 years ago, 50 years ago, nobody even knew what ADD was. So I was just labeled as this badly behaved child that didn't know how to sit still. See? So I, let me tell you, I have constantly moving. Even now, I have to have things in my hand. I'm constantly yeah. moving. Uh, and I hate writing. My writing is terrible. Um, I write backwards. I spell backwards. And yet... When I look at you using your creative skills, I also write wonderful stories for children. Nice. You know, but um, I'm a, uh, I'm sure. What kind of a learner are you? Are you an audio visual learner, or can you listen to somebody in front of you in class, or do you need to listen to audio? Um, I can listen to somebody in front of class. Because I fall asleep when somebody talks to me. <laughs> I have to have pictures. So, you know, again, now my dad tells me, gosh, I wish I'd known. So I went to a class to train for ADHD, and the first thing the professor told me after five minutes, she said, do you realize that you are a prime candidate for this course because you have this condition? I see. So, Uh you know, and now it makes me understand other children. Right. Because there's no point. You can't put them in timeout. They don't even know what they're doing sometimes, you know. Yeah. So my message to parents is, you know, accept. Trust your educator, trust your teachers, and accept and do something about it. Right. So uh, almost close to our time today, I want to go back to Riani because you are our special.
special yes, guest here. So you are successful. You already have a book. I'm much older than you. I don't have a book and it's not at all successful. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you credit your uh, success to and what would you like to tell them if they're listening? I credit my success to um, Mr. David Chappelle because he actually helped me write this book. Who is David Chappelle? Who is he? He is... Um, He's also a writer, and mm-hmm. he has his own, um, he ha- what's it called? He has his own... Literally. Lit- lit- okay. He has his own thing called Literary Legacies, yes. okay. and it's where he helps other kids write books, too. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so special shout-out to I David. I was one of his students. You were one of his students, wonderful. First so student. when did he encourage you to write this book? How old well, were you? Um, I was 12, and he told my parents that, like, if Riani would be interested in writing a book, then do you want her to write a, a book? And I thought that was pretty cool because, like, I never, uh, like, I never thought of, like, a young girl write a book until today. Okay, so book success is on David. I mean, you yes. credit to him. How about your, you know, you have a very nice personality and a very confident one. No one would think that you have any kind of, um, you know, um, syndrome, whatever. Yeah. Who do you credit that to? Um... What was the question again? The question is, you have a very good personality. Who do you think has helped in that? Get to where you are today. I... I feel like it would be mom. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my family because they they actually support they actually supported me and they and they would help me. They would help me control yeah. it. They are your cheerleaders. They're yeah. around us yeah, and they're all looking pictures. And you are their celebrity, as we can tell. Mom, in closing, yeah. very short. What is the message that you want to give out to uh, to pe- moms who are dealing with it? Just uh, listen what other people said and don't judge your kids what they are doing. So, and other people, whenever they said you have something wrong with your kid, just go to the doctor and uh, listen. Right. Google is not a doctor. Google is not a doctor. Yes, Google is not a doctor. And don't compare. Yes, I don't compare. Everybody's different. All right. With that, we are going to come to a close. You are listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. We will be back next week. Same channel, same show. You are listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. Cheerja.